0: Have you ever wanted to dive deeper into the philosophies behind modern-day politics? Then don't miss the newest episode of Meet the Experts, where I talk with the creators of the Giants of Political Thought audio series. Available now wherever you get your Howie Carr Show podcasts.
1: Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio, it's The Grace Curley Show. We
2: got to bring in a new voice, a young voice, a rising voice. Grace
3: Curley.
1: You can read Grace's work in the Boston Herald and The Spectator. Especially
3: Grace. Grace, stand up.
1: Here's the millennial with the mic, Grace Curley.
4: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Grace Curley Show. It is I. I am back after a day off, a day under the weather. The weird thing about being, whatever, if you catch something like a 24-hour bug or something like that, which was my situation is do you notice that when you're in the throes of it you just keep thinking to yourself when this passes i'm gonna be a different me like i'm going to change my life i'm gonna start running i'm gonna start eating better i'm just gonna it's it's all up from here and then you know slowly you lose that motivation as time goes on but i remember thinking yesterday Oh, people don't know what's hit them. once I get back, baby. And that's where we're at today. We're back. Huge thank you to Jared Diglio, who's always, you know, just holding down the fort when I'm gone. Toby Leary, Bill Broussard, Emma Foley, and really the whole crew here, Howie Taylor. Everybody stepped up yesterday, and I really appreciate that. I was able to listen to the shows on my way in today. Excellent job. I was not surprised. And we have a lot to get to today. We've got a great show planned. I've got a couple guests that are tentative right now, so I'm not going to say who they are just yet. But if they come through for me, it could be really good. Um, I'm back in business today, even if AT&T is not. I'm not sure if... You might not be aware of this if you don't use AT&T and if if your orbit doesn't use it at this point. Um, But this is a really strange story that I've been following since it broke early this morning. So it starts early this morning and it's been going on now for almost 10 hours. And yet we know very little about it for how long it's been going on, which immediately for me is a red flag. Like the less information I get right away, the, the more curious I become of what's really going on here. What are you not telling me? So AT&T, for people who aren't aware, they've been hit by a major cellular. cellular oh, that's going to be a tricky one for me. I don't know. I, I'd like to I'd like to blame it on the bug, Jared, but that's just, you know me. That's just Blame amazing. it on the
1: bugaboo.
4: <laughs> that's a bugaboo for me. Cellular. Boom. Take that. They've been hit with a major cellular outage in the U.S. and also in parts of Canada, uh, but mostly here and at first it seemed like this was different carriers it wasn't just AT&T people were saying Verizon T-Mobile etc and there is a there is something to be said for that like i think there are some some other outages but what i've been reading and which makes sense to me is people were calling so let's say I have, and this is actually true, I have Verizon, right? And the mailroom manager has AT&T. So I sent her a message early this morning just to, you know, check in, say I'm feeling good, I can come back in. And it didn't deliver, it just kind of stayed there. And then I was like, that's weird because usually if I'd send that, she'd call me right back and there was no call. So she is AT&T, I have Verizon. She wasn't getting them, but I was fine to call anybody else I wanted. And so AT&T has... Besides like the standard, hey, we're working on it, hang tight, be right back, don't worry, we got it, they've really said nothing. There hasn't been an explanation of any sort. And so naturally, what happens? People are panicking. Nobody has, I was talking to the mailroom manager today about it, and nobody has landlines anymore. Like she was able to find one in her building, but I can't tell you the last time I had a landline. When when I was living at my parents' house, probably when I was 20 years old, that was the last time there was a landline in my life. And so people's entire lives are on their phones. Now, this is where it gets stupid, though. This is where people lose me. I see this story from Channel 25, and it's that the Mass State Police are now telling people in Massachusetts, don't call 911 as like your test call. Because this and Jared, I'm going to tell you right now, when people start to panic, this is always my fear, like of being in a tight space. It's not the tight space that freaks me out. It's knowing that when people get panicky, they also lose common sense. When people feel pressure of any sort, they freak out and they do things that otherwise they just wouldn't do. So people start to hear that there's this outage. And that certain people aren't able to call nine one one because naturally somebody with AT and T is trying to call nine one one at some point and is having a problem, and that's a serious issue. But other people just want to test if they'd be able to call nine one one, and so they're calling nine one one. They don't need nine one one, but they're calling just to be like, oh, phew, check that off my list. Good thing my connection's still strong. And so now the mass state police has to say, hey, if you're able to call other people, consider us good like the 911 call center you can you you can consider it like a sure thing that you'll be able to get through if you're able to call other people don't use us as your first test because they're getting their system is getting completely flooded So this is not a good situation and naturally where does my mind go right off the bat maybe maybe I've been hanging out with Jared a little too long That could be... Jared, do we still have... This is going to take you a minute, so I don't expect it right away. But do we still have the music from that segment we were thinking of doing at one point? It was going to be like Friday Files. We were going to do all conspiracy theories. But we thought maybe it would get us into some uh, legal problems. I I didn't know if Jared would start to go off the rails if we gave him a little bit too much free reign. But I would like a little bit of like X-File music. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say that this couldn't be incompetence. Because, oh, remix. I like it. I'm not trying to say this couldn't be incompetence because it's Occam's razor. I mean, most of the time, given the option, I will choose incompetence. But I also, when I was when I was reading this and I was reading how, like, oh, you know, we've reached out for them. I was reading, I think, for the New York Post. We've reached out to at and no comment. All these, like, no comment, no comment, no comment. And I was trying to see in a lot of the stories I was reading what was their excuse or, you know, who are they blaming? Because if they want to be like Joe Biden, just blame your staffers, you know, blame people beneath you. Just say sorry. And and then I started to think, didn't, didn't we see this recently? Like, didn't this just happen? And I couldn't remember what it was. And then it hit me. It was when the flights were all grounded. So I went on Google and I was just like, I wonder when that happened. That happened almost a year ago. That was, no, it was over a year ago. It happened in February. It was like mid-February that happened. So one year ago, all those flights were grounded for the first time since 9-11. And the- Hey, it's ra- Pete. I'm here at the office. Yes, 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 yes. And that was when I was very, very careful not to jump to conspiracy theories because I did not want to get in trouble I I did not want to get booted off of Twitter. I did not want, you know, Joe Biden and his group to be mad at me. But that was weird, too. It's like, OK, so all the flights are grounded for the first time since 9-11 and we've got nothing. We've got no explanation for this. They eventually did come up with an explanation. And this was from The Wall Street Journal. The FAA blamed a contractor for unintentionally deleting computer files in an alert system, which tells pilots about restrictions and hazards along their routes. So the, so if I'm AT&T, I'm like, okay, well, the FAA blamed a contractor. So do we have, can we, can we set something like that up? Do we have someone who can take the fall here for this massive cellular outage? It will be interesting to see, 844 500 but it says more than 800 service outages were also reported on T-Mobile and Verizon, although a spokesperson for the latter put it down to users reporting problems trying to call people with other services. And even smaller carriers, including Boost Mobile, Consumer Cellular, and Straight Talk Wireless, were having issues as well. Wacky stuff. What do you think, since you're our resident tinfoil hatter?
0: I wanna give away the poll question.
4: Oh But true. I suppose
0: but I suppose we can. Um
4: No, you know what, Jared? I, I like where your head's at. It's a good tease. We'll keep yeah. people on to the other side and then we'll let people start thinking. And you know what the other great thing not another great thing. I'm not reveling in this. I don't want anyone to have outages. This outage is awesome. No, no, no. I'm I'm not pro outage, okay? I'm not pro Putin and I'm not pro outage. Although could the two things be intertwined? That's the question. But the other part of this that I am going to find interesting throughout the day, this is where you come in, callers. This is where we rope you in. Can you call in? I don't know. I'm going to give out the number. Fingers crossed. I don't know how much of our audience is at and So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw it out there. 844-500-4242. We are back in action. I'm Grace Curley. You're the callers. Let's see what we can do here. Okay? I don't know. Are you going to call in? Am I going to hear from you? That's that's not in my hands anymore. We'll be right back.
1: You're listening to The Grace Curley Show. This is The Grace Curley Show.
4: Welcome back, everybody, to the Grace Curly Show. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. And I have good news the phone lines are working. We threw it out to people. And people are responding. Um, We are talking right now about this massive outage, uh, this AT&T outage, although there are other carriers that are affected. And really, there's been no explanation from what I can see from AT&T. Now, people are ticked off. A great place to go in a situation like this, as long as it's not uh, out of service, is Twitter. And I went on, I, I know it's now called X, but it's just, I can't get it to stick. So I went on there today to see what people were saying and people were not happy. They were like, you are one of, they were responding to at and You're one of the most expensive carriers. Get your bleep together. That was one of them I saw. And then a lot of other people were saying, this should scare people. This should scare people. That you're potentially at home with no way to call 911, which I think is what incited a bunch of people to start calling 911, even if they didn't need it. But the idea of your one connection, because keep this in mind as well, and this is part of this conversation, do you have a landline? A lot of people don't. I know I don't. I think some older people keep it in there just for memory's sake, like just to have it, but I don't think most people do. Dan, you're up first on the Grace Curley show. Dan, what kind of carrier are you calling from?
3: Hey, AT&T.
4: No way.
2: Which, Yeah, well, it went down, but I got a a different spin on this. Well, one, I'm a boomer, so I still have a landline. But two, even better, there was kind of like a peace that overcame me. My kids couldn't contact me. My employees couldn't. I was just like, I kind of sat back and enjoyed it.
4: I love that, Dan. I love that. You know what? When life gives you lemons and maybe that's exactly what you needed. That's not how other people felt, though. Other people were not um, feeling that peace. Other people went straight into, how am I going to contact everyone? And I I know that for some people, they they have either jobs or, um, you know, situations where they really do need to contact someone. They have an emergency. But if you're someone like Dan and there's nothing really brewing today, take a couple hours off. Relax. Enjoy the peace and serenity. Thank you for the call, Dan. I appreciate that, POV. It's not what I was expecting. Because I was expecting right out of the gates, Jared, to get kind of a, a crazy idea of what's going on, why we should all be very concerned. And that does bring us to our poll question, which is brought to you by the Nauset Beach Inn. If you want to unplug, disconnect... And enjoy the beauty of Cape Cod at a great price. You can stay at the Nosset Beach Inn for under $200 this winter. To reserve your pet-friendly ocean view room, go to NossetBeachInn.com. That's NossetBeachInn.com. Jared, what is the poll question and what are the results thus far?
0: Today's poll question, which you can vote in at gracecurlyshow.com, is do you think the massive cellular outage is a cyber attack?
4: yes. Yes, I do. And the longer it goes on, the longer they don't really say anything, the more I'm the the less likely I am to believe whatever excuse they come up with. They're not going to tell us it was a cyber attack. We know that. But yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised.
0: 70 percent of the audience agrees with you. 30 percent do not believe it was a cyber attack.
4: Jared, remember when there was a period of time where there was a lot of these attacks, like grids were being brought down, and I think that was was that Russia.
0: That was supposedly Russia,
4: even though yes. Joe Biden specifically told them not to.
0: Well, I we don't know if that was one of the 16 things he told them okay. not to go yeah.
4: after. Okay, because I remember it was there was a very
0: narrow list of what like you can't attack and what you can.
4: Well, I I'm just starting to think we should have these lists for
0: minor cyber attack incursions.
4: Do we have lists for other countries as well? Because if I'm and I'm like throw me on that list. I would like to be excluded in the future. I got to imagine this is a headache. And you know what people definitely do in situations like this? You lose your uh your cellular coverage for 10 hours, let's say. And sure, like I said, there are people not downplaying that. There are people who have serious situations going on and aren't able to contact those that they love or, you know, their their employers or wh- whoever it might be. Um whomever I don't know and I I get that but then there are other people who are going to be totally unaffected like they might miss a text or two but they're going to be the first ones calling up AT&T being like you better give me a free month of coverage you have no idea what I've gone through in this past 10 hours Tom you're up next on the Grace Curley show go ahead Tom
2: Hey, just uh, on a footnote with AT and T, when they canceled Newsmax like a year or so ago, I canceled two cell phones with AT and T, as well as Direct TV service and uh, Direct TV streaming. Three hundred, they lost three hundred and some odd dollars a month for me. But my my point is with this call, if this was Russia that did this, didn't Russia a couple of years ago shut down a natural gas line on the East East Coast? Yeah. So this is shades the thing to, uh, to come in this country.
4: Yeah, that's where my mind went first was some foreign adversary, Russia, China, I'm not exactly sure like which one I would I would put more stock in to be able to do something like this, but I also my mind went there last year it was it was a year ago where the FAA had to ground all those flights. Think about that. They they ground all the flights. It was the first time since nine eleven that was, and I always say the only advantage that the Biden administration has is that they have so many disasters that by the time one hits, the other one's coming around the corner. Like there's no disaster that can be in the spotlight for more than forty seconds. But when you think about how strange that was and how the response was, oh well, a contractor deleted a microchip where the pilots need to. Mm, I don't know about that. To have such a historic, monumental event, like grounding all of the flights in the United States, that's the only, that's the explanation? I don't know. Dan, you're up next on The Grace Curley Show. Go ahead, Dan.
3: I'm glad you just brought up uh, that last experience, but I was going to bring up 9-11. My cell phone wouldn't work and my daughter was born, but you know what? My, My landline did. And if you look at how tumultuous the society is right now, you should always be prepared for something drastic to occur. And the other reason you should have a landline is if you have medical problems, and I do, the police and firefighter and the ambulance, they know exactly where you are and they can get you. So it's good to have it.
4: Yeah, that's a really good point, Dan, because oftentimes on Instagram and stuff, I'll see these videos It'll be like 911 calls. And sometimes the person's on a cell phone, I think they're talking to them. And they just want to keep the person talking anyway. But sometimes you do get the sense they're actually trying to like pinpoint exactly where they are. And it you don't realize how much faster it is if you are calling on a landline where they're just going to directly know where you are as opposed to, can you give us more information? You know, where's your address? Because when you're in a state of panic, you're not going to remember all that.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's not the same as calling 911, but I had to call AAA, and I still have a California phone number on my cell phone that I've had forever. So it connected me to the service in California, and then I had to tell them, no, I'm in Massachusetts. So they had to connect me to another you know, service provider in Massachusetts because it just their system said, recognized my my California phone number. So, yeah, I mean, what he was saying is it, to have a backup like that, it's like if that had been an actual emergency, if I had to dial 911, I I mean, I know it connects to the towers here. But if, you know, they uh, send me to California number.
4: Triple A you know. must have been like you went from California to Massachusetts, which is worse, bro. You, you can't find a red state to move to? Yikes. 844 4242 Okay, when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about this. I also want to talk about Jim Biden. Even though I was off yesterday, even though I was under the weather, I still had some, uh, some TV on in the background, and I was getting such a kick out of Jim Biden's opening testimony. We've got that, Fannie Willis updates, and a text from George Santos. Don't go anywhere.
1: Live from the Aviva Tratria studio.
4: Jared, I fear I have awakened a sleeping giant. And that would be the landline lovers of America.
0: Good thing it takes 15 minutes to dial on their rotary phones or else we'd be in real trouble. I'm kidding.
4: I don't have a landline, but I just was telling Taylor when I did have one when I was younger, I had very fond memories of said landline. It was always, you know, we had one in the kitchen where the cord was so long. It just went on forever. Like you could be on all different parts of the house with that phone. I had a phone in my own room. Yeah, I was a little bit of a diva like that. And... I'm not anti-landline. I just didn't realize that this was like an underbelly of our society now where like people who have beagles and people who ride bikes, if you say something, if you cross them, you best watch out because they are not going to be happy about it. Let's go to Keith. You're next up. I like how all the we always do a description on the phones when we have callers and it always says, like, for example, say Keith and then the topic he wants to talk about. So Keith wants to talk about Trump. Today, it just says all these names, and then it says landline owner. So, Keith, you are Keith, the landline owner. What's going on?
2: I, I was just telling you, Screener, there, I am not old. I'm only 55, so I guess I would be Gen X. And I grew up in a house with a landline. I saw what happened after 9-11 with, with cell phones. And my brother-in-law, who is now a retired... Firefighter at the time told me while he was active duty, Do not get rid of your landline. Don't keep it because of something like this happening. Um, so, when somebody is a first responder, especially in your family, I have a tendency to listen. So, my house has never not had a landline. I've always had a landline in my house, always. So, I would suggest probably that you, if you, well, you said you don't have one get one back in your house again just because. I've been up since 1 o'clock this morning because of work and I'm on Verizon and I didn't lose cell service, but there was a whole bunch of guys that were in the terminal with me that were having issues this morning with no service on their cell phone. So, all I know is in the middle of the night, it was it, I had no problem, but other people were. So That's just my suggestion. Anybody that doesn't have a landline out there that's listening, do yourself a favor, spend the Spend a few dollars and and put a landline back in your house again just because of something like this, you know, just in case.
4: Now, Keith, I'm going to sound extremely naive, which in some ways I am, but when 9 11 happened, I was only in fourth grade, so I don't remember like a lot of the specifics about it. But was this, did this happen to everyone? Like everyone just couldn't get service on their cell phones?
2: Down, the closer you got to New York, because I'm I was I'm a truck driver, and I, at the time I was doing regional work and I was down in New York. And uh, good luck trying to get a cell phone signal out of that. Because I, it, it, basically what happened on 9-11 was the fact that naturally what happened, uh, it just jammed up and crashed the system. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, not that that would have helped you. A landline wouldn't have helped you too at that point. But you could have always gone into a bit like, I worked out of the airport down at JFK. They still had pay phones back in the day. So you could walk into a place, have a pay phone, get on the line, if you could even get an open line. It was, it was basically a widespread thing. Everybody was trying to get any way of communication at all as far as that goes at 9-11. But something like this, now I don't know if you've heard this. I heard a, a little news blurb before I, I, I heard this. That they're blaming it on a sunspot or, or or a so, no, a solar flare, which is very possible. Kind of sounds like they're covering up something. I, I'm kind of like you. The longer this goes on and the less of an explanation we're getting, the the excuses are kind of getting more. I'm I'm not saying that that could be an issue. It could very well be a, a legitimate thing. Solar flares do you know screw up
4: electronics,
2: yeah. but. It's uh, saying l- l- it. let me
4: read you this, Keith. So Fox 4 News, Dallas Fort Worth says, can a solar flare be to blame for the AT&T nationwide outage? That was an hour ago, but also an hour ago, WMAR 2 News said last night's solar flare did not cause the cell phone outage. So I- I'm going to say that if that's the excuse, I don't see anything here from AT&T. As far as uh the company blaming the solar flare, but you're definitely right that there's rumblings about that online right now. Thank you for the call, Keith, and uh, thank you for the information. We appreciate it. Let's go to Mark. You're up next on the Grace Curley show. Go ahead, Mark.
3: Hi, Grace. I'm on a landline right now, and I do have a t and t so but i've I've had the same phone number since nineteen sixty five really. Yeah, my parents' house. I have my parents' house. Wow. So it's the same phone number um, that I grew up with.
4: Now, and, do you think yeah, right? that—are do you, are you keeping your landline because of situations like this or because it has sentimental value at this point?
3: The, the sentimental value right now, back in the day, was my mom being elderly and my son being five years old. Plus, it was free in my uh, cable package— my phone is free.
4: Nice. Well, keep
3: it, My Mark. line is free.
4: I'm sure you're glad you have it right now.
3: Oh, yeah. I, I I just had a problem with my phone. You know who informed me that it was down? My ex-wife said, no, it's not your phone, you dummy. It's the network. <laughs> I talked to my son, and he said, my mom just said, it's the network, not your phone. So she told me that it was broken. Yeah,
4: well, my my first thought, and I think I probably speak for a lot of people here is when something when my messages aren't going through or when it's going straight to I just think oh another bill that I forgot to pay I always blame and this is a trait of an I think a responsible person I always blame myself first I always think what slipped through the cracks this month you know what did I forget to pay and in this case, I don't have at and so that never even crossed my mind. 844 Thank you for the call. And to all the landline lovers out there, You're you're definitely today's your day. I mean, today's your time to shine. I wanted to give everyone a little bit of an update. There's a ton of stories out there. This is obviously a huge one. People are very concerned about what this means. Is it a cyber attack? If you have a theory on it, if you have some information about it, we'd love to talk to you. But I I did want to talk a little bit about a story that broke yesterday that I, I just feel like people are focusing on the wrong part of. So James Biden testifies that Joe had no involvement or direct ties to his business dealings. And I saw a cut from Jamie Raskin, because now all these Democrats, they're getting on their high horses and saying, you know, it's time to wrap up the circus tent and focus on what really matters to the American people. We've seen what you guys can do to the things that really matter to the American people. Maybe you should focus on the circus for a while. Maybe you should should have your laser focus. That's a word I keep seeing lately, Jared. Everybody loves to tell me they're laser-focused on things. And the more laser-focused people get, the crappier things become for some reason. There's like a direct correlation. Uh, Because I I bet you right now AT&T is laser-focused on getting this problem fixed, if I had to bet. So everybody's laser-focused on what matters to the American people. They want us to move on from the Hunter Biden, from the Russia propaganda, from all of this, this smear campaign against the Bidens. And James Biden, this was actually the guest I was working on getting, not James himself. I just feel like he wouldn't be a fan of the program. But Alex Marlowe from Breitbart, I just I thought of it too last minute. And I said he'd be good to have because he wrote that book Breaking Biden. And a lot of it focused or, you know, a decent portion of it was on James Biden. And James has such an interesting life all the Bidens do, really, when you think about it. It makes sense why people can write, like Peter Schweitz, or all these people can write books about the Biden family because there's so many layers. Every time you think you found the most corrupt, the most abhorrent, the most soulless Biden, you come across another one and you go, ah, this person could be a contender. So James Biden comes out with this statement. And he says, I've had a 50 year career in a variety of business ventures. Now, Jared, I want to tell you. Remember last week we were reading about Bob Menendez, and there was a sentence in there, and I I handed it to you, and I said I love this sentence so much. It was like this sentence about Nadine wanted an engagement ring from the halal purveyor, but he bought a ring for twelve thousand, and Bob Menendez was buying the convert. It was just politics and scumbaggery in one sentence, and I really loved it. This is a this sentence is. Simple. But to me, it hits home just as hard. I have had a 50-year career in a variety of business ventures. I'm going to translate that. I have been a grifter for 50 years. That is what James Biden opens up with at this House Oversight Committee.
0: And, you know, I don't want to be a stickler for uh, definitions, but if over 50 years you've had several different... What was the term?
4: Business ventures.
0: Business ventures. You have <laughs> not had a career. <laughs> like you've you you've had some jobs over fifty years. It's not a career. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know. I have been working in radio since nineteen ninety nine. That is a career. Grifting, having different business ventures, that's not a career.
4: Well, Jared, just because he's had a career as a nightclub owner. Um, a health insurance scam. Oh, artist. that's right. This is
0: a Disco Gym.
4: I, you know, I'm starting to wonder is this whole time, like you always think about the big guy and Hunter and the connection between father and son, and we always make jokes. Apple doesn't far, fa- fall far from the tree. But I'm almost really starting to think that Hunter takes a lot more inspiration from Jim than he does Joe. Because Jim's got that je ne sais quoi. He's got that razzle-dazzle to him. You know what I'm saying? Jim has
0: the wanderlust.
4: He does. He's not like, oh, I'm going to get into politics and I'm just going to become a corrupt, sellout liar like Joe. He wants a little bit of the, uh, the excitement. He wants the nightclubs. He wants the big business deals that go nowhere. He has it, you know? And so it says... Joe Biden has never had any involvement or any direct or indirect financial interest in those activities, none. Now, I was watching uh, Fox and James Freeman from The Wall Street Journal, who's great and he's very serious. He, he made a good point. He said, this sounds a lot like what Joe Biden was saying about Hunter Biden four years ago, which, by the way, has all turned out to be false. All, that, that was all lies about how he didn't know anything and he had no involvement. And that has changed time and time again. But the other part of this I really enjoy, he says, James Biden, this from the Post Millennial, went on to defend his brother and added that he has always kept his professional life separate from his close personal relationship with the president because, here's his reasoning, because of his intimate knowledge of his brother's personal integrity and character, as well as James's own strong ethics. I never asked my brother to take any official action on behalf of me, my business associates, or anyone else. In every business venture in which I have been involved, and there have been many, let me tell you. Jared, there's been as many business ventures as there have been cabins booked, to put it mildly. In every business venture in which I have been involved, I have relied on my own talent, judgment, skill and personal relationships and never my status is joe biden's brothers a brother so i just I want lots of candidates i just want to let the healthcare company americorps where james biden helped drive that whole thing into the ground because he has no background in health insurance i just want to let them know that if you're still crunching the numbers and trying to figure out how things went wrong, it's because you relied on Jim Biden's talent, judgment, skill, and personal relationships. That could be part of the problem. By the way, what was it called? Seasons change. That was the nightclub. Seasons change. If there are ex-nightclub owners out there who have now been, you know, trying their hand at different businesses for 50 years, but they look back at that time period and they think, seasons change. Why didn't that work? Where did we go wrong? We had a ragtag bunch of people trying to make a nightclub come alive. If you are curious why it failed, it's because you relied on James Biden's talent, judgment, skill and personal relationships. It's probably the answer to a lot of questions out there. When we come back, we'll talk more about this. I've got a lot of sound to get through in the next three hours, so don't go anywhere. Recently, a Grace Curly Show listener, Candace, I don't know if she called in on a landline, I don't know if she called in on a cell phone, but it didn't matter, Jared, because she was here to speak her truth. And she told us all about how much she loves her thunderstorms. Her furnace was serviced, and afterwards, the smell of oil was lingering in her home. She turned on the thunderstorms and she watched the magic happen. The thunderstorm eliminated the funky odor. But the best part, Candace's husband, who rolled his eyes when she would talk about the thunderstorm, well, he finally understood what she was talking about. One of the great parts about the thunderstorm is that it isn't one of those flowery plugins. You don't want to try to cover up smell with more smell. It's never a good situation. It actually tends to make things a lot worse. And so what you want to do is you want a product like the Thunderstorm that eliminates the odor. Doesn't take up any floor space. It's easy to use. And right now you can get the three-pack special. So this is what I want you to do. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use code GRACE and the number three. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Code GRACE and the number three. When we come back, we've got updates for you on the first dog who has been i think the the proper term we're using now is rehomed we'll talk about commander when we come back don't go anywhere
2: love your dog hi it's toby from cape gunworks i'm taking all your firearm and self-defense questions every tuesday join grace and me for 2a tuesday tuesdays at 2 p.m
1: This is The Grace Curley Show.
4: Welcome back, everyone, to The Grace Curly Show. There's a lot of news out there today. Speaking of cell phones, George Santos went on a group chat with his old colleagues the uh, congressman who didn't have his back. And when I read you this, Jared, things got spicy. He was not happy with them. And, you know, it's, it's kind of his brand now. He doesn't mince words. He doesn't pretend to be, well, he does pretend to be something he's not. But he really let them have it. And, and one of the congressmen wrote back after his rant. Somebody wrote back and said, new phone, who dis? <laughs> But I'll I'll read this to you in just a little bit. Commander bit a Secret Service, uh, different Secret Service agents twenty four times, and now the Bidens are letting us know that they have decided to rehome the dog, and, and the reason. The FOIA on this was actually pretty pretty juicy. There were some interesting stories there. But Jared, this is the second dog, right? This is the second dog they've sent away. Yes. Or did one
0: did one what, dog pass away? There was there was one dog that died. The this this is Commander. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hear so, I heard your, yeah. Uh, Taylor back there. So I think Ma- I think Champ died. I think Major was the first one they sent away, and now Commander is also going to have to go away. Louise. Yeah.
4: So we're... There's no more dogs there. No. The dogs were meant and to Willow, restore normalcy, by the way.
0: Just hanging out, looking over her empire.
4: Yeah. All of this is mine. Yeah, but the dogs were meant... Remember when they brought in the dogs? Remember how everyone hated Trump so much because he didn't have dogs? And one thing I loved that he said was like, I'm not a dog guy. I'm not going to... He didn't want to just do it because it was going to look good politically. He didn't want a dog. So he, And it's not responsible to get a dog if you don't want a dog, if you don't want to take care of a dog. But we were told when Biden showed up with his four legged friends that that was going to be the return of normalcy.
0: A beautiful dog, a talented dog.
4: Aren't you just loving how normal everything is? I just, can you feel it soaking in everybody, this normalcy? Because hopefully it's not going to be around a lot longer. It's going to be uh, gone once Trump shows back up in office. Uh,
3: this is pure Biden.
4: This is insane. So they they rehome that dog. You know when a reality TV star does this? Because I've had, I, I read a lot of the tabloids. I pretend that I've, I've moved past it, guys. I haven't. I'm still very much entrenched in the celebrity world. When celebrities or TikTokers or influencers, when they rehome a dog, it doesn't matter how, you know, kind the new home is or how, oh, they're close with this person. My mom took my dog in. My sister took my dog in. They get torn to shreds by the animal community. I'm sure Joe Biden will get a pass because he always does. But I also go back to what Steve Nelson in the New York Post said. If you lie about this, what else are you lying about? That was like four years ago. Turns out they lie about everything. We'll be right back.